This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at nine ninety nine each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See uber.com slash uberone for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts. Exactly the same if you want to just catch up with some jokey bits on TikTok. 
But of course, our main areas are YouTube, Lester Till I Die TV. Please, if you haven't already or you're watching on another um, another way, please give us a subscribe on that. Get over to YouTube. And if you haven't, if you're on YouTube and you haven't yet, do what it says right there. Subscribe. And if you're listening on your favorite podcast platform, as always, thank you so very much. This is where you can find us. Broadcasting live worldwide. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favorite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Right, Chris. Yeah, it's sloppy second night, and somebody who is, uh, well, he's really used to having a sloppy second, and that's Dan. <laughs> Good evening, sir. Standing in for Doug tonight, which, again, is better because you're normally standing in shit, so welcome along. <laughs> How the are you, sir? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm looking forward to this. I'm uh, just, just, just to let everyone out, out there know, I am not that clued up. I have had to do my homework uh, when it comes to World Cup yeah, teams. Just, just stand there. Am... You're not that clued up. That that's the sentence. Yeah, that, that, that's that's the end. Full stop. That's it. Need to say more, but no. Thank you for having me, Chris. Look forward to it. You know what? I, I'll have you anytime, mate. You know that. You know that. Even when it's a sloppy second. So, I, I'm really, I'm really pleased that. Uh, no, no, I'm not pleased that Doug's not here. Of course, but I do. I do, it does mean that I don't have to apologise for Scotland not being there again, which I have to do. <laughs> which I have to do every week. Um, but, uh, we are going through the, um, the the sections, as you know. Uh, James is back. Good evening, James. How the devil are you, sir? Thanks for popping back again. Um, people will talk about us, and don't forget that um, if. Like James, you've got nothing to do on Wednesday Wednesday evening, and I know you haven't. Uh, you haven't, Dan, because it's Burnley. Um, <laughs> we're doing this Wednesday evening, and James is on it. Indeed, it's the new home and away quiz. We had the pilot the other week when Dan actually managed to beat Brad. It's shame it was just the pilot, but he has got a tougher a tougher job next week when he takes on 14-year-old Jake from West Ham. <laughs> yeah. Yes, make sure you got your he's only small, mate. Make sure you got your uh, cricket box on. But no, James. <laughs> James, who is an Everton fan, will be on on Wednesday at nine, taking on Jamie, and this is going to be confusing, who is a Liverpool fan. So that could be interesting. And Dan has checked the um, – you're thirsty, mate. Dan has checked yeah. the questions for me. Um, Mike, good evening. Only big countries got to the World Cup. <laughs> Bye, Scott. <laughs> Honestly, I've spoken as a typical Welshman. really is there. Anyway, so you are – Tonight, going to be um, looking at Group D with me. Um, mm -hmm. Doug has already provided his um, first, second, third, and whatever you for the group, but we're going to get yours as well at the end and just compare and see how you do. So let me have a little play, as the actress said to the Archbishop, and we'll see if we can. There you go. You honestly, you think I did this as a job, wouldn't you? So, <laughs> I mean, this is your this is your first time on on the on the uh, on the show, 
uh, and I did ask Doug this in, in, in week one, but what, I mean, Qatar, I mean, it's a joke, isn't it, really? It is. It's an absolute farce. Um, it's money-oriented, isn't it? I mean, to be fair, the only reason why it's there is due to money. Right now, you know, we'd have been in the, you know, we'd have been coming up towards the business end of the World Cup. Yeah. You know, as it stands. Um, and I think we had a really good bid for it, but it, it goes, were, goes were to go matter... on. I didn't think we were in for this one, were we? Oh, no, it might not have been. I mean, no, there was were, some, we not there was the, some... were we not in for the Russia one? Yes, I think we were in for right, the Russia yeah, one. Yeah, it might have been, yeah. yeah. Um, Either way, I mean, whether you, whether you bid for that one, this one, or whatever, when with Seb Blatter in charge, um, it was always going to be about money. And uh, the only reason it's gone to Qatar, I it, I just want to say on Qatar as well, um, you know, I'm a massive, massive respect to all those people that work their arse off to build these stadiums. Um Condolences to all the families of people that were lost trying to build these stadiums and just throwing them up. Uh, and I also want to say, um, send my condolences out to Paul Gregory. Um, he's uh, he's better known in the football world as Tango. Funnily enough, Chris, you know the Sheffield Wednesday fan. Um, he's he's found out some news that his his daughter, who turned twenty eight last week, uh, is now on end of life care. Um, and to be honest, you know, he's a massive England fan. He's going to Qatar. Um, obviously, the circumstances might change that, but mm-hmm. um, depending on everything that happens, I just want to send my well wishes out to uh, Paul Gregory, and uh, as everyone knows in the football world, Tango. Yeah, so. indeed, indeed. Our commiserations and best wishes go out to him. And this is this is this is the second second night running. You've cheered me up. <laughs> what is it with you and talking about death, mate? You know? I can't help it. Can't help it. Talking to which, good evening, Nip, and how the devil are you, sir? Now, all seriousness, our, our best wishes go out to him. Uh, yeah, I mean, we. I'm all for the World Cup going to these different places, but when you think like, okay, so FIFA want, and we know that we know there was bent as a as a hose pipe, but allegedly but you know it, it's you want to spread the world of, about football around the world so why have we been back to brazil three times why have we been back to germany twice why have we going back to america when they've already had it so you're not really spreading the word around at no, all you're not. you know you're going, it, where, you're going where that is yeah exactly i mean canada yeah great they're in for the next one they've not hosted it before great America have and Mexico have. So, as always, as always, FIFA, you are talking out of that big hole that you have got in your backside. And I'll tell you something now, Chris, there. as well. Hardly any fans will be out there. Hardly any fans will be out there because yeah. it's not just it's not just the fact of oh, it's Qatar. Let's go there. You know, oh, it's you know, I could have I can have a holiday in Dubai. No, can you bollocks? It, there's there's a shit ton of rules and regulations that come with this Qatar World Cup. You know, your human rights have to be considered. Mm. Um, you can't say boo to a goose or you're, or you're locked up. For me, this tournament is just going to be a shambles. It's going to be like the Liverpool in France fiasco. Yeah. It, it's just going to be an absolute be mess. Of, I think when you're abroad, you should always, anyway, um, 
respect the local laws and yeah. And a lot of football fans in general, and probably quite a lot of English fans, don't do that. But um, so what you're saying yeah. is, Chris, roll up a twenty, stick it up your backside just to be safe. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is respect local laws and customs. <laughs> That's what I am saying, uh, because you know, but football fans are all very good at always going like, "Oh, it wasn't us." Well, you know, a lot of the time it is you. So just have a respect for the local law, whether we love it or hate it. It's there. Let's get on with it. And there you can see the final um, groups now that all the playoffs have been finished. Wales sneaked in past Ukraine, who beat Scotland to be able to play Wales, but then they got beaten by Scotland the other night in the Nations League. So you work that one out. Um, Australia have got through to Group B, uh, D, sorry, which we're going to be looking at in a minute. So they got through their playoff. And um, the other playoff was Costa Rica, I think it yeah. was. We got through to Group E. Uh, so there is the full lineup from. Um, and there's some there's some notable misses, as in you know Italy. <laughs> and but uh, it's good to see the likes of. Well, I don't know if Costa Rica is going to bring me back too many too many memories of uh, Roy Hodgson and that. Absolutely awful time he had in Brazil, and we couldn't even beat Costa Rica. But um, we will see. Now, here are some key dates for your diaries, guys. Just do this every week as a quick reminder. August the 6th is when the Premier League starts. November the 29th 12th... of July for Championship, Chris. <laughs> Who cares about the Championship? I mean, really? <laughs> Come on. You might as well follow Scottish football. Um, so 19th, 12th to 13th of November is the final round of Premier League matches. No, I'm going to need to go in there with the... No, no, wait, uh, same, wait, same. It's over the 12th and 13th. The over 21st... the 12th and 13th. And we play Blackburn. We play Blackburn just before the winter yeah. break, which will no, no. be interesting. Nobody cares, but Dan. November <laughs> 21st is when the World Cup starts. Uh, November the 2nd, the final set of group stage matches. December the 3rd to 6th, the round of 16 starts. Uh, December 9th to 10th is the quarterfinals. Um, the 13th to 14th is the semis. And we all like a good semi in the in the winter, don't we? And December the 18th is the World Cup final. And then December the 26th, it's the Premier League resumes. And we've got, um, I think we've got Liverpool, I might I might think. But uh, anyway, Ooh. that's when, I, mean, I think the, 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 the Championship, I think, just start the week before or something, doesn't it? Um, if I remember rightly, I know we've got Birmingham on Boxing Day when the Premier League comes back. Uh, well, maybe you don't then. But I'm not sure. Where, I don't know whether we actually play through it. I, I'm just going to have a look at the fixtures. No, um, no, no. We're curtailed. We go back on the 10th of December. So you go back whilst the World Cup is still going on. Yeah, yeah. This tin pot second tier football. They don't even want you at the World Cup. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> that is a separate argument for a separate day. Um, Definitely. And just a bit of fun here. Uh, Chris Welsh has popped in. Chris, good evening. How the devil are you? Welcome along. Evening, Chris. Um, this was the sixth World Cup this century. And Brazil wow. won it in 02, Italy in 06, Spain in 10, Germany 14, France 18. So we've not had 
any um, any doubles up this um, this century yet. No sloppy seconds. And this is how many titles. I mean, Brazil have won it five times. Germany four, Italy four, Argentina two, France two, Uruguay two, and then down at the bottom, England and Spain one each. I mean, you look at that and you can see. I mean, that's looked like looking at the Premier League from the last sort of ten seasons. You know, Man City five, Chelsea three. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it is the same teams, and I would love personally for an African team or somebody that hasn't won it yet. Funny you say that. That's what I, that's what I think is going to happen. I think they're actually. I think for me, it's going to be won by an African team. Do you? Right. I well, do. We will see. I mean, everybody's saying about it. You know, it, it's the right place for them to do it. Then you could have said South Africa was, but I mean, the stadiums are, are supposed to be air conditioned for everybody's comfort, so it shouldn't affect anybody. It's you know, it shouldn't be like playing in Mexico where you're having to play outdoors. It's indoors, roofs on. Air conditioning on that can actually be quite, quite, quite a chilly experience. Well, I saw we saw we saw England playing Hungary and Wolverhampton. It's not exactly you know the weather's not not always sunshining over there, and we all know what happened in that fixture. So <laughs> we do, we but do. Air That's... conditioning does not make a difference. <laughs> air conditioning does, but not necessarily <laughs> to me or you, Dan. <laughs> says, not. Uh, Dan spilled his tournament predictions already. Indeed, indeed. It could be worse. Right. I could have said North Macedonia. Listen, at least one of us has said something a little bit believable yeah. on this channel. <laughs> They're not even there this time. I mean, God, God, Brand's not even, Brand's not even going to watch the uh, Bran. That's like, <laughs> that's like a, a mixture, isn't it? Uh, Brand's not even going to be able to support North Macedonia uh, this time. Um, I, <laughs> Doug says, welcome along, Doug. I did, I did hear the Scotland jibes. I'm used to it. <laughs> Only joking. Good evening. Good evening, evening Doug. Doug. Oh, Two words, Doug. Delamitri. Don't come home too soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm not, I'm not even going to put that one up, Dan. That joke just is not worth that. Ooh. No, that's bad. That's bad. Right, right Group D. Group D. Sorry? You said, yeah, you said I'm not oh, putting sorry, that one um, Doug, sorry, he's put a joke up. He's, uh, he's, he's, not, he's, he's not even getting, he's, I'm, not, I'm ignoring you. Um, <laughs> Group D then. France, we know it's Austria there, Denmark and Tunisia are the group that we are going to be looking at. So probably the strongest team in the um, group. Um, France, FIFA ranking three at the moment. Um, obviously qualified in Europe from Europe, qualified quite early. November last year they qualified. They were first in the group. They've been to 16 of the 22 World Cups that have taken place since its inception. And they've got, they've had it, well, they've won it twice the last time in 2018. Let's be honest, Brad, whichever team you support, you've got to look at the French and you've got to enjoy the way they play, don't you? You have, you have, although I am Dan, Chris. Oh, God. What do you do? I saw you? Brad. Brad, oh, I call you. I'm used to it. I'm used to it now. It's like that dinner lady at school that you always used to call your wrong name and you just went along with it because you thought, as long as she passes you food, I'm not arsed. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, Dan, you've got, to, you've got to appreciate the French, haven't you? You have, you have. Um, they've got an abundance of, of quality in the squad. 
And, you know, we've been saying, you know, their their neighbours, Belgium, we, we spoke about, you know, we've, we can speak about them, how they've had the likes of Lukaku and, you know, Kevin De Bruyne and stuff like that. But this French side has got all these big hitting players. Um, as Doug says there in the comments, I was just going to get to that, you know, they, they do have that curse. They, they won the last one. The pressure is on their shoulders. Um You've got Ancante at Chelsea. You've got, okay, Luca Dean at Villa, but he, he was probably a standout player at Everton. Benzema and Ferland Mendy at Real Madrid. Um, Mbappe, you know, Olivier Giroud still knocking around the the, the place. Um, Griezmann, Pogba, and obviously he might be hit, hitting a good bit of form once he, you know, settles back in at Juventus again. So it's a very, it's a squad full of talent and uh, it doesn't just stop you know in terms of their attacking side defensively they're great as I said Ferland Mendy Luca Dean uh, Kim Bempe they've um, you know Hugo Lloris sorry as well don't you know don't rule out the keepers they even the you know the, the quality at the back all over the pitch is quality and mm. as I say it's just they're going to have without sounding like a pun the weight of the world on their shoulders going into this tournament and you mentioned Pogba there. I mean, he's always done well for France, hasn't he? Even though, uh, even though he's been basically shit at Man United or wherever he's been, yeah. but he's always, um, he's all, he's, yeah, he, he's turned it on for his country, hasn't he? He has. I mean, look at look at that pass he played in the in the last World Cup, where outside of the boot and he played it forward. Uh, it was just it was tremendous, absolutely tremendous. One of the best passes I've seen and. It, it, you need players like that. You need influential players that, even if they're having, not having a good game, even if they're not having a good game, that you know full well that players like Paul Pogba have that little, you know, all it takes is that one moment that he can turn it on. Um, whether it's whether it's good or bad, and as I say, they've got that in abundance of the French. Yeah. Um, Nippon, I don't know what you're on, but can I have two pints of it, please? France will finish bottom of their group. Um, what? Well, they are they are playing their they are playing their nearest rivals, aren't they? Australia. I mean, <laughs> James James has got his thinking out on it. Yeah, France should top the group, but strange things can happen. Uh, yeah. Chris says it should be France, Denmark, Tunisia, Australia. Um, Chris goes on to say, when it comes to club football, Pogba too worried about his bank account. <laughs> and Nippon says the Belgian Darren Bent. I don't know who you're referring to there? I mean, I'm looking at France's history here. I mean, yes, they won it, but it wasn't that. It was only actually one, two, three, four, five, six um, World Cups ago that they, they, they actually didn't qualify for two. I'm like, well, I don't remember that. 1990, I mean, they, they hadn't qualified in 70 or 74. Um, yeah. But then again, we can't really say much because nor did we in 74. Um, they qualified in Argentina in 78. They came fourth in Spain in 92, third in um, Mexico, and then they didn't qualify yeah. for two. But since then, they've been champions twice and runners-up once. So, you know, they're not, uh, they're not had an outstanding... World Cup record, do they? No, no. I mean, it's like I said there, I, I was saying about the abundance of quality players they've got. And yet, you look at 
the abundance of quality players that England had at the time, you know, Beckham, yeah. Scholes and things like that. And you're thinking, in that wonder generation, why did we not win anything? Okay, granted, they won something in 2018, but they've got to keep that revolution going. Yeah. And uh, I didn't want to say revolution and, you know, the French Revolution and stuff like that. Don't want to be bringing that shit up again. Don't want to get political. But, um, but you know, they, they need that. You know, they, they need to keep Your that momentum going. on the block if you do, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I can't... I, I can only see I can only see France topping the group. There's yeah, as I say, not not just so much about what the players, but they'll feel like they have to at least get out of this group. Mm. You know, to, knowing full well that they they're the holders of the uh, the last World Cup. I mean, they've not lost a game in the World Cup since um, 2014 when they lost one 0 to Germany in the quarter final in Brazil. Um, since then, they've won one, two, three, four, five, six, and they've drawn one. So I don't think anybody would take them particularly not seriously. But um, you know, it, it's quite that's not a bad record, that is it? No, is it? Egg? It's not to go unnoticed. Yeah. You know, Australia, Denmark, and Tunisia will be uh, will be wanting to be out of those three teams. They'll be like, right, let's let's be the one that upsets the apple cart, but. I can't but see it if it's been going for so many years. You mentioned the curse, and there's a, there's quite. I, I must admit, I'm one of these that I love YouTube videos, the short, you know, twenty minute videos that you don't have to commit yourself, like you know, the next week to binge watching. You, you just watch <laughs> for twenty minutes and go to sleep afterwards. And there's so many like sort of biggest upsets of the, the, the you know, World Cups and what have you. And there's also a couple about how many World Cups are actually um, maybe not as honest as they should be. But you know, so we've seen it happen. You know, Germany have gone in as, as holders and gone out at the group stage. So we're, we're bigging, we're bigging France up here. But like you say, that it, that would be the surprise if they didn't go through though, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, massive surprise. And I think, if anything, uh, as as England, you know, as England as a nation, as a fan, you'd be like, "Wow, holders out in the group stage." Mm. You know, you, you no matter who you who you are, you'd be you'd be stunned by it. So it's it's almost a burden, but the fact that they've managed to deal with this since 2014 and go on and win a tournament. Within that, mm. you'd sort of think they've got the the knack to carry it on. But do you not find with and I always say this very much with Premier League clubs, is that you know it goes in circles. You know, Liverpool in the seventies and eighties were the dominant team. Then it was Man United for numerous years under Alex Ferguson. Now it's Manchester City, a bit of Chelsea in there. But it, that's how it's done. And I think that happens with, with national teams as well at World Cups. They do, you know, you do seem to have this sort of period of dominance. But as those particular players move on, you can't, you know, you have that golden generation, like you say. And if you don't win something during that, then, you know, it may never happen for you. No. No, and they've got they've got good young players coming through though as well, mm. you know. So it's not like you know so, some nations. They, you know, I'm sure we'll get on to Australia and oh, teams will. like Tunisia and stuff like that. Yeah. 
mm. later on. But teams like that would scream for at least one of their players to be a, a, a superstar. Well, France, France we has will, got them all over the pitch. We will, we will discuss that actually in more detail when we come to to Tunisia. Uh, James said here, remember twenty ten, France finished bottom of their group back then. They yeah, did. They did. in twenty ten. They drew nil nil with Uruguay, and that was their only point. They lost two nil to Mexico, and they lost two one to South Africa. So, yeah, you, you, you're quite right. Um, but the, as Chris said here, France yeah. have the best squad depth up there with Germany and Brazil. They do have that squad depth in um, in in the sort of international team. But you've got to look at it and go, well, this is tournament football. And tournament football, you don't get the big breaks like, you know, a week between games like you do back home and things things can change the old deli belly as well let's not forget that um Bruce. doug says france have an a team a b team a c team and a d team depth is insane yeah yeah, yeah. you know um the e team i think is burnley uh that was the world <laughs> cup because inelka was sent home in disgrace ah yes i remember yes i remember that i remember that so after France, and I, I put this in the wrong order, but as the order I thought it was in, Denmark. Um, obviously, you know, Leicester City, we've got a soft spot for Denmark. We've got their goalkeeper. We've got their, um, their, their number one defender in Yannick Vestergaard. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> apparently, we have put an offer in for Ericsson and he is mulling it over with all the others he's got. So, well, you've got two keepers you know. at Denmark, are you? Because you've got Dan Iverson yeah. as well. We've got you have done your homework, haven't you? I have indeed. <laughs> <They're> Western <Leicester> in man, Leicester... <laughs> I thought Brentford were bad for Danish players. No, 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 no. You've got to say, though, Danish players they do bring on the bacon. Hey. <laughs> Oh, oh, it just carries on. Doug, you're not needed anymore. Um, <laughs> 11th in the world rankings for FIFA from Europe. They qualified They qualified even earlier than France did um, on the 12th of October. Um, first in the Group F. So honestly, they're, they're a bit pissed, really, because if the, if, the big, if the big countries like England, France and Denmark don't get out of the groups the way they're set up, like Italy haven't, there is something majorly wrong. Um, yeah. And this has been six of their 22 World Cup appearances. So this will be their seventh World Cup, but they haven't won it yet. What are your thoughts on, on, on Denmark as a team? Well, as you said, they were the only the second European nation to reach uh, the World Cup, well, to qualify um, after beating Austria. Um, they had a comfortable lead. Sorry to get it in, but I had to. Uh, unassailable lead is the is the right word to say. Uh, seven point lead over second place Scotland. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm glad to see you sitting on the fence. You're not showing any bias at all. <laughs> Good evening, Jordan. How are you, sir? Hope you well, Jordan. Um, but as you say, Denmark are another Don't team. Come home too soon. <laughs> Sorry, when you say Scotland, I do think of that song now. It's you know they're another team that obviously the the incident that happened in the Euros spurred them yeah. on to get further further than what they probably would have thought they was going to achieve. 
Um, but that that was due to a, a good team togetherness. And I, I think now that Ericsson's back in the fray, they need to still keep that going. Um, as you said there, they've got some good, they've got, uh, again, some good players. You've got Casper, who's who's been br- who's brilliant uh, on the national stage. Um, Vestergaard. Um, they've got Christian Norgard at Brentford. Hoiberg mm. uh, from Spurs. Uh, yes. Andreas Christiansen, who's just become a free agent at Chelsea. Um, so, you know, you've got you've got a decent squad there. It's just getting them getting them to play, getting them to work. Uh, Joachim Mail, the right back. You, um, yeah, it, it was. <sighs> that... If anybody is interested, by the way, I have put the link in there to a very. You know, we, I think we should have actually. We might have a show on World Cup songs. And go through all the World Cup songs that there are, uh, and this one would probably—I didn't even know this one until recently. But if you just just don't leave the show, but just click it on and open it in another window and have a, have a listen to it. It, it it will bring tears to your eyes, but probably not for the right reasons. Sorry, I just, Dan. I just, it's all right. I just want to quote what Doug said there when he said, "Obviously, they beat them two 0 that's mm. like Burnley getting relegated again, but saying that we took six points off Blackburn. It, it's not good. It doesn't make still, you know, yeah. it's not, you know, it, yeah, okay, we won, but at what cost? Maybe, um, maybe Scotland just need to start playing in kilts. Maybe. <laughs> as soon as people start, oh, that's a foul. Look, is it me with his leg? That wasn't <laughs> my leg. <laughs> I'm just thinking carry on up the Kyber. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anybody remembers that the famous little quilt scene. The quilt, to be fair, Chris, the uh, their um, their right back Joachim Mail uh, from Atlanta. He was one of the standout right backs of the Euros. Last, you know, I, uh, I last do time know about. his brother. I actually do know his brother. First class. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> oh, get in you there. Know, you know what though? The, the, the thing I like about that, Chris, is that it was just there. Just there, like it was the first thing that came into your head. <laughs> well, there's nothing else in there to stop it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you've, they have got some class players, and yeah, I don't think anybody would probably be upset if they actually went on to to, to win the whole thing. Um, you know, I mean, Greece in the Euros um, yeah. came from nowhere. Um, I remember when Yugoslavia got was it that that was that the time Yugoslavia got thrown out because of the the civil wars all over the place and I think Greece were invited in and they had to get all the players back. From yeah, um, yeah, I think but, so. Um, but looking here, I mean Denmark they've not been in an awful many. They didn't enter sort of from nineteen thirty. They didn't qualify in fifty eight. They didn't enter in sixty two. They did not qualify from sixty six to nineteen. 1982, and when they don't enter, I, I do know, I do know how that feels. My wife used to tell me regularly. Um, 1986, they got to the round of 16th, um, finishing technically finishing ninth. I don't know how they worked that out. They didn't qualify then. They missed two and qualified for 98, and they got through to the quarterfinals in France in 98. Round of 16 in Korea, Japan. Didn't qualify for Germany. Group stage in uh, South Africa. Didn't qualify for Brazil. Round of 16 in 2018 in the last World Cup. So, you know, they've, they've probably, 
not fulfilled the potential, would you say? Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, it's only the second time in their history that they're contesting successive World Cups. Mm. Um, you know, as you said then, you know, the last times were 98 and 2002. Yeah. So to do back-to-back, round of 16, you know, was probably good for them in the, in, in the Euros. Uh, not in the Euros, sorry, in 2018 World Cup. So, you know, um, it's the sixth World Cup that they've been involved in. Ah, they'll they'll get out the group stage for me. I think they'll get out the group stage with France. Yeah, but, I um, mean, talk, talking to Doug still watching. Knows. Actually, do you know? Not a lot of people know this, but Denmark's first ever game in the World Cup on the fourth of June, nineteen eighty-six, and that was the World Cup, the first World Cup they qualified for in Mexico. They played Scotland. In their first game, and they won one nil. So sorry, Doug. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> it just gets worse and worse and worse for you, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of, I've got a sneaky feeling for Denmark. I don't know if they'll go all the way, but I wouldn't be surprised to see them maybe get at least to the quarters. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think they'll want to go one better than the round of sixteen. Um, yeah. So. Now oh. that they, they had that successful run, you know, when they had the successful run in the Euros, as I said earlier, they need to carry on that momentum and hopefully it'll push them onto the quarters, if not, you know, all the way. Yeah. In that in that group in 1986, they had like obviously the first group and they played three teams. Um, there was Denmark, West Germany, Uruguay and Scotland in that group. Denmark won all three games and topped the group with six points. And the first three went through to the next stage, the knockout. So it was only the fourth one that went home. Uh, Germany, we believe it or not, was second in the group. Uh, won one, drew one, lost one. Uruguay was third and Scotland were bottom and went home. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's what you get there, Scotland. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just gets well, honestly. It's, there's nothing like taking the piss out of Scotland and Wales, is there? <laughs> it really is not. Um, so, yes. Uh, well done, Scotland. You managed to draw one. Don't know who that was against. But you didn't win any at all, and you came home much too soon, according to Delamitri. <laughs> I'm going to have to see if I can get that uh, track, aren't I? But anyway, that, that's Denmark. I say I've, I have a sneaky feeling for the quarters, at least, for them. Yeah, yeah. I think they'll I think they'll go far. <laughs> I'm not coming back. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not, not coming back. back. <laughs> Come on, Doug. You wait till you hear your best man speech. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's have a look at everybody's favorite Tunisia. Now, um they're they're a proud footballing nation. Um I can remember being in Tunisia um, on holiday and I had sort of England tops on and I think it was around one of the World Cups and they kept, <laughs> they all kept trying to buy an England top off me. <laughs> they were to buy that. And, uh, and I, think I, got, I think I got the up to like one England top for three Tunisian tops at the end. Um, but the 35th in the FIFA ranking, uh, obviously they're in the African region. 
Uh, oh, what a fantastic day for them to qualify. March the 29th, 2022. Um, <laughs> if, just if anybody wants to make a note of it, it is an excellent day. It's my birthday. So um, just in case. Yeah, we'll, well, let's leave that there for a minute. To give me time to get a bit of pad and paper. 29th of March, my birthday. I think Kate's just got up from front room. I think she's gone to write it on calendar. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Kate. Oh, well done. I'm, I'm a bit more. I'm a bit more surprised. It's not already written on. To be honest, Chris. <laughs> well, you don't know when your aunties is, do you? I found that out earlier. Um, no, that's true. <laughs> James Edward Jokers. Um, they qualified via the playoffs, and yeah. again. Obviously, they've never won it, but they've actually been to six World Cups so far, and that's a fair play to them. They are, I would tend to say, one of the more regular, and I say regular, I don't mean, you know, the fact that they've got dodgy water over there, but the more regular African teams that that appear at the World Cup. Yeah. Yeah, they are. I mean, as you said, they, sec they secured it uh you know that by well, they were held to a draw by Mali, I think it were, yeah. um, in the second leg of the African playoff and qualified via that. So to get to get to the World Cup for them is again, it's another massive thing. You know, they're coming up against these teams, as we said earlier, France. If they get out of the group, they're going to come up against much harder opposition. Mm. You know, we, we, we've seen with this Nations League and friendlies and stuff that you get teams like Tunisia. And you think, you know, you know, let's not bat the bat. They are, you know, they're 30th in the FIFA World Rankings. Yeah, they, you know, I, I know it says there, it says on yours they're 35th, but they've been, as of the 29th of March, as of the 29th of March this year, they've gone up to 30th. You know, they've, they've earned a spot amongst the top 10 highest ranked African teams. So... You know, they're not they're not here just to make up the numbers. Mm, indeed. Um, uh, yeah, we do, Doug. We do. And, <laughs> I mean, it's a bit like, I suppose, getting Tunisia in the World Cup in your group, it's a bit like drawing Burnley in the FA Cup. You look at it, you think, well, we should win. But Is that Burnley in the FA Cup under Dash or Burnley in the FA Cup now? Because under Dash, we didn't do Cups. <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm referring to. <laughs> um, you, you did a twiggy. It just wasn't worth you having any cups, was it? Uh, <laughs> no, talking, talking of um, talking hell, ducky. You know, I mean, I mean, this is what I said about Burnley. I mean, good God, you know, how much have you put in on it, ducky? In fact, so he's so confident he is, he's named it twice. There you go. <laughs> um, do, 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 do. Tunisia made it a tricky game for England in 2018. Ooh. Yes, they did. I think we only got through last minute, didn't we? Yeah. They'll want to prove a point, but obviously the quality both France and Denmark will be too much. I think you could be right there, James. Um, uh -oh. that, that was Mali Tunisia, says Doug. Um, yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, funnily enough, what they, they qualified for the World Cups in 1930, 34, 38, 50, and 54. They were part of France. <laughs> I don't know if France qualified, to be honest with you. I didn't check that. But, yeah, for the first bit, of course, they were sort of part of France. In 66, they withdrew. I um, don't know why. They obviously didn't fancy coming to England. 
Um, they qualified in 78 in Argentina um, with all the ticker tape and the hand of God and cheating Maradona. Um, and ninth, they came, yeah, they got through the group stage. Group stage, they got through in 96, 02 and 06. Uh, didn't qualify for a couple. And then in Russia, they got through to the group stage. So, again, not to be taken lightly. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, as I said, top top ten African teams, not there to make up the numbers. Um, got some got some decent players as well. Actually, there is a, name, a, a me Leicester, some. name me some Dan. A Leicester connection for you, Chris. I'll give you one of them. <laughs> Johan Beneluan. Yeah, yes. I think that's how it was pronounced. Uh, obviously, became a bit of a turncoat. Played for Forest more recently, but um, obviously it had a spell at Leicester. I don't know whether he's still in the fray now because he's. He's about 35. To be um, totally but, honest with you, he was um there was nothing absolutely nothing wrong with him at all. He just did not he was a he was a he was a uh, Ranieri sign in after we'd won the Premier League. <laughs> and we didn't make many good. I mean he was he was there with the Slamanis. Oh no, no, he wasn't. I tell a lie. I tell a lie, no, because he was he actually won a medal for winning the Premier League. So he was there before yeah. then. But he well. just didn't I mean, I think the defensive partnership we had with um, uh, Morgan and Robert Hooth and Wes Morgan, he was never going to get in there. No, but then we got some no. injuries in later stages of the Champions League, and he he never let us down. You know, he made, I think he made one or two mistakes, but I actually, I as a, as a squad player, I rated him. I really did. No, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. As I say, I don't know whether he'll be involved now, being thirty-five, but. You know, you've got you've got Wabi Kazri, who's at Saint Etienne, formerly of Sunderland. Um, you got Hannibal, the young the young nineteen year old from Man United's academy. I hope he's um, not bringing any elephants with him. They'll make him that mess of this year <laughs> pitch, won't they? Uh, you've got Omar Rekic at centre back uh, again, twenty year old uh, Arsenal youth player. Uh, he spent last season on loan with Sparta Rotterdam. Uh, so there's you know there's a few players that. We've seen in the English game that are, are playing for Tunisia now, mm. and it's um, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, another player you've got Mohamed Draga, who um is I think he spent last season on loan at Luzerne, but he's on loan from Notts Forest. So whether we'll see him in the Premier League next season is yet to be seen. Yeah, I think they might have a difficulty getting out of this group, but yeah. as I say, not not to be taken lightly by. Any any stretch of the imagination. And the last one in here, good day, and welcome along to Australia. Um, as likely at the World Cup as they uh, are in the Eurovision Song Contest. 42nd in the FIFA ranking. Now, they qualify from Asia, although they are in Oceania, but they never got through when they were very much well, were in the Oceania group. And again, I think this is FIFA playing around because how Australia gets into the Asia group when they're in Oceania, like New Zealand, yeah. I don't know. They qualified in June by a playoff, um, which if you saw, I just I just hope that one of their games in the World Cup goes to a penalty shootout because that, I want to say that idiot that they've got in goal, but he did, he got them through. So I can't, yeah. I can't really have a go at him, but he just looked like an idiot. I mean, Dudek, when he did it for Liverpool, he, you know, 
you kind of had to laugh. This one, it was like a fucking marionette with his legs everywhere. You know, it was like Brad on heat. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, yeah. but anyway, they've been in the six six finals. It's going to be a short visit for them, though, isn't it, Dan? Oh, just, just, yeah, it's not that far, is it, really? Uh, um, <laughs> exactly. To be fair, I were going to say, and I thought, you know what, I'm not going to be stereotypical because there's going to be Aussies out there that's just going, really? At the best <laughs> you've got. Um, but you oh, know, no, they, Doug's, Doug's done it here, so he might as well. Yeah, exactly. He it's, it's, it's saved us from it. Saved us from it. Um, but, you know, they've qualified for the World Cup mm. finals on six occasions, uh, 1974, 2006. 2010, 2014, 2018, and 2020. So, uh, 2022, sorry. So, mm. you know, they've, um, especially in recent times, as you see there, 2006, 10, 14, 18, and 22, they've, they've sort of made their way there. Another yeah. team that really aren't going to be there to make up the numbers, but they are, I'd say they play, their players now probably aren't as good as what they've had. No. Um, you know, they've they've had some talent in the past. Um with you know the likes of Tim Kale, Harry uh, Kuhl. Harry Kuhl, um, Johnson. You remember him, don't you? <laughs> I do now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> private joke, Mark, guys. Mark private joke. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Good call there. So, you know, they've they've had they've had their sort of heyday of big players. Mm. But then sometimes these players that you've never heard of or aren't really in the spotlight can sometimes throw up, throw up a shock. And Indeed. there's going to be a lot of people, as we've seen in you know in football at the minute, the transfer window's open. Everybody's going to want to make a good move for their chances for World Cups. Mm. So if there's any Aussies out there trying to play out their skin to qualify, I mean, we've got a few in the English game. We've got Bailey Wright, Sunderland. Uh, Aaron Moy, that used to play for Brighton and Man City, he's, yeah. he's playing in Shanghai now. Uh, Matt, Matty Ryan, the goalkeeper, uh, uh, used to be at Brighton and Arsenal. Uh, he's at Real Sociedad. Uh, Massimo Luongo, who's just left Sheffield Wednesday on a free agent. Harry Soutar at Stoke. And uh, Daniel Arzane, who's uh, a youngster um, on loan from Manchester, who spent season on loan out from Manchester City last year. So, They've got some young players mixed with, you know, the likes of Aaron Moy, who I think probably will still have it. Um, as James says there, yeah. Mark, Mark Schwartz, Schwartz, another one. Mark and Schwartz, Schwartz Lester, hell, yeah. It's Leicester again, you know. I just got to say, actually, um, be, be, this is very, very true, and it is very stereotypical, but I had to do it, was that I actually, a few years ago, before my, my heart troubles, I actually went to Australia. I got some friends down there. And nice. I said, oh, you, you know, I was, doing, I was doing a bucket list, and they said, oh, you should come and see the Barrier Reef. I said, oh, it's it's on, it would be on my bucket list, but it's never going to happen. And they said, come and stay with us. We're, you know, we're right on the Barrier Reef. Anyway, after we got over the fact that they were they weren't joking and they were actually being serious, I went, and in Cairns where they live, um, they've got like on on the on the seafront, they've got this lovely park and all palm trees and what have you, and they've got barbies that you can go. And used and they're there all the time. You just got to clean up after yourself. But they're yeah. actually public barbecues. And, and wow. I just looked at her and I went, "Go on, can I?" <laughs> she looked at me. <laughs> she went, "You're not not what I think." I went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, just let just let me do it, please." <laughs> <laughs> and I did. 
I threw a shoe from the Barbie. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Doug, I'm just not putting those up now. I'm sorry. I told you. You can say what you want. They're not going up. But yeah, she was like, Chris. You know? <laughs> I did get a few funny looks. I've got to be honest with you. But I did, you know, I did the run around the barbecues with me shirt over me. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was a good holiday. That was a good holiday, I tell you what. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they got actually in Germany in 2006, they actually got through the group and got to the round of 16. But yeah. I do honestly feel that they have probably, um, you know, they're, they're almost making the numbers up, really. You know, yeah, yeah. They've had the heyday, although, as I said, recently they have qualified for, you know, back to backs. Um, mm. so can't fault them, can't fault them. Um, and te teams, like, teams yeah. like Australia are underdogs, they're underdogs because you're, you're already, you know, we're sat here now already writing them off, yeah. And yet, look at Denmark last year, nobody saw the togetherness they were going to put in the Euros, mm. and they did, yeah. So, yeah. you know, yeah. let, let's not write them off too soon. Um, no, no, you well, it, like you say, it's tournament football. We know we've seen favorites go out, uh, we've seen big so called big teams like England, you know, get a wallop in. Uh, so yeah, you know, it, it, you know, you shouldn't write them off uh, uh, at all. But uh, and to be honest with you, I think if we saw say Australia go through, you know, at the expense of let's say a France, um. You know, you, you'd, you'd be quite happy to see that sort of shock result happen. Yeah, you would, yeah. you would. But it, from from what we, you know, we're sat here saying that out of the four, they're probably the least likely, you know, mm. they'll probably be expected to be waltzing back to Matilda before the, uh, <laughs> before the, you know, the group stage has ended. Yes, yeah. Um, right, let us um, on this moment. Um, let me just get rid of these, and then we all just we all go like that. Um, so I'll bring us back like that for a second because I just have to. Oh, no, I don't, I don't, not yet. I don't, not yeah. Hmm, oh, uh, missus, let's bring it back <laughs> because. It's that time when we are going to predict who goes through. And I'm going to come back for yours in a second, Dan. But mm -hmm. um, Doug, although he's not here in person, he's here in presence. I I, I feel him. You know, I, feel, I can hear bagpipes in my head. You know, <laughs> somebody's humming the Delamitri song just behind me there. Don't <laughs> come home too soon. Um, but he's... He's actually gone for Denmark top, France second, Tunisia third, and Australia fourth. Um, for Group A, uh, at the start, he went for Senegal to top the group, Netherlands second, Ecuador third, and Qatar fourth. Um, in Group D, um, England top, Wales second, USA third, Iran fourth, uh, which is interesting because if England get through, whether it's first or second, we will play either Senegal or um, or the Netherlands. So <laughs> it's, it's going to be a tough run if we're going it to is. do it. Uh, and Group C, Argentina top, I think, yeah. Mexico second, Mexico, Poland, and Saudi Arabia. So let us 
changes Pray. over and I can bring let's just pray exactly. That's what you get when you support England. Um <laughs> not let's... shit, Chris. <laughs> Sorry? Not shit. Brain <laughs> yeah. hands go. next to an England badge. <laughs> well, you've not got World Cup winners 2022 oh, on there. No, I have not made that arsehole mistake yet. <laughs> yet. 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 <laughs> right, here we go. Um, so we are looking at Group D. Oops. That went, that went bigger than I thought it would do. <laughs> yeah, in, indeed. <laughs> indeed. <laughs> I've not heard that for years. Okay, so who do you think, Dan, is going to top the group? It on, sounds it... I need I need a drum roll. France. <laughs> <laughs> no surprise then. I was building that up for you to say Tunisia. Uh, <laughs> I mean I do have a bit of a mental streak, like Brad. Um, but I'm no, not. You're just, you're just mental. I'm not ready to be locked up yet. No, Fran <laughs> France are gonna. France are gonna be top. Um, as I say, we, we've been saying that they've got, you know, they've got that tag on their shoulders of mm -hmm. being the holders of the last World Cup. They've not been beaten since 2014. But then, you know, the, the fact that they've managed to win a tournament since then, you just expect them to keep it going. And yes, you do. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't see anything other. They're almost like a, a like a latter day Germany, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, though, it, I, I've I've not really had a bet really on the football for a while. And if I, if I did and I put France to top the group, they'd probably not even qualify, knowing my luck. So, <laughs> I, you know, I might just do it just so that they don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, who are you going to put in second place? It's going to, yeah, Denmark. Um, Denmark going in second. I, I was torn between Denmark or Tunisia because I think I think t Tunisia will surprise a few people. Mm. But um, but saying that, saying that, Denmark for me have the stronger of the two teams. Um, they are. It's just that togetherness. Sometimes you you, you could be yeah. the world shittest footballer, but if you had if you had somebody at the side that was spurring you on, and you felt like you had a really good connection with, and it worked. Yes. You know it can it can bring you on leaps and bounds. So for that, Denmark have that, and that's why I'm going to put them second. Yeah. No. And and I think the neutrals out there will want Denmark to do well because of Christian Eriksen. Yeah, yeah. You know. Although there'll be some fans out there going, nah, fuck it, past it now, move <laughs> well, forward. You will, they will, but I wouldn't begrudge Denmark doing well, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's, it's a bit like the situation with Wales qualifying and beating Ukraine. You know, people are a bit like, oh, Wales, why have you done that for? You know, give them a buy into the tournament. But then yet again, they'll be like, no, sod off. You stole our fleet, you stole our... Um, Eurovision off us. I'm You're not say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I take it then we go in for um, Tunisia in third. Well, this is what I was saying. I was torn between it, but then I thought yeah. Tunisia is not going to get second. I can't see him being that high up. Something at the back of my mind twigged when I said that, going, do not rule Australia out. So I'm going to put the Aussies third. Oh, there we go. 
So, um, you've gone for France first, where Doug went for Denmark. You got the other way around because you've gone Denmark second, where Doug went for France. And you've even got your Tunisia and your Australia's the different way around, with you going Australia third, Tunisia bottom. Doug's gone Tunisia third, Australia bottom. Yeah, I mean, they may be at the bottom of the world, but uh, I think they'll at least finish third in this group stage. <laughs> right, let's have a look at what um, people have been saying. Um, so Scott and John, welcome along to the group. Um, James, France, just to edge top spot in Denmark. Second, said James. Uh, yeah. Scott says, Dan, we'd be getting a championship badge tattoo if you win the league this season. No, uh, I didn't get one the last time we won it either. <laughs> uh, Cyber Leader, hey, Chris, how are you? Happy with transfers so far. <laughs> 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 yeah, all right, mate. Just because you've, just cause you've sounded, signed, a, signed a tit for your goalkeeper, yeah, <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> enjoy it. What's his nickname? <laughs> El Nipel. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on they, they are old but i'm old so i'm it's allowed uh yeah, i hope you're well cyber leader thanks yeah, for popping you in. Well. You well. um everybody's saying hello to everybody else anthony big up lads hope you're well come on you saints indeed <laughs> um yeah he's happy that Arola is still with signed on at the club he was a good goalkeeper i don't blame you in fairness mate um Depends if Casper is still at Leicester. If not, I think we'll have to bet against Denmark. That's a fair point. <laughs> Although, if we still got Vestergaard, come on, where's your loyalty, Scott? Cyber <laughs> <laughs> uh, League, oh, yeah, I just said I think he's a, he is a good keeper. Yeah. Not the best, but he's a good keeper. Tunisia, are they like a Burnley, Dan? Um, no, they're probably a bit cleaner. Well, all I will As say, I, say is, I can say that, Chris. Burnley's a shithole, but it's it our shithole. It is. It is. It used to be my shithole, but it is no longer. I've passed my <laughs> shithole on to you. So you have a bigger shithole now. <laughs> so what you did is you left me in, to fester in this shithole, Chris. That's what you did. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm just going to go off something off, off topic a little bit here. Um, yeah. Um, so very, very quickly, um, you said, who's your goalie now, Dan? Um, at the moment, we are linked with a few. Uh, we're linked with Arigina Muric, the youngster from Manchester City, standard. Uh, Zach Steffen at City as well, but I think it'll be Wayne Hennessy who will be our goalkeeper for next season if we don't sign another goalkeeper. He's been around, hasn't he? He has. Get around, get around. I get around. I said, get around. <laughs> Um, I just want to get. I'm going to have a bit of a personal rant here. Um, so I'm just going to. Come on, Chris, stick it to him. Stick it to the bastard. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just going to remove you for a second, Dan, then I'll bring you back in. Because I said this um, earlier, and uh, and I should, I, I mean, putting it up on social media, you accept the blowbacks that you get when you, when you put something on like this. But I just found it, I don't agree with racism in any form. Let me just say that from the start. I don't agree with racism in any form at all. But I did have a wry smile early today when I read 
about Gary Lineker complaining that he was racially abused for having darker skin um, when he was playing football. And I'm thinking, is this the same Gary Lineker that used to bully me at school and take the piss out of my disability? I'm just thinking, you know, sometimes karma is a wonderful thing. I'm sorry, Gary. Uh, I, I say I don't agree with racial abuse at all, but I think you got what you fucking deserved because you were a bastard at school. And if you got a bit of, you know, maybe you, maybe you felt, or maybe you had a chance to feel how I felt at school when you were bullying me over my disability. So, um, yeah, Gary, nice one. You got what you deserve, mate. Now, fuck off back to the BBC. Good <laughs> So, you know Sorry what, Chris? I just, no, I you to... know what, Chris? That, that's spot on. End of the day, it comes back. It does a full 360, does karma. If yeah. people are quick enough to give it you at school, then, you know, what, what, how is he saying How is he saying he's dark for? I know. And why, why in the early yeah. onset of his career? It was quite dark in a World Cup when it was shitting on the pitch. Yeah, he, he. You know what he's like. He's um. He's like you know the. He's he's not just a BBC commentator. He thinks he's like David Icke's number two, and you know he's Jesus to his God. <laughs> he tends to, he tends to believe he's more than he is. He well, you took he, it to the jugged get anyway. Put it that way. Put no. it that. Put it that. I've got old Jordan now. You took it to the <laughs> jugged get. Oh <How> yeah. <laughs> like I just said, like I like I put on Facebook and Twitter, uh, and like I say, and those of you that uh, thought it was quite funny, I have uh, unfriended you and unfollowed you, so I don't really give a shit. Um, but uh, yeah, hashtag karma. That is all I can say. Dan. When it comes to personal, Chris, when it comes to something personal, it, you know, and it's, you know, somebody that's okay, he's in the limelight, but he's affected you as a young child. And, it, yeah. you know, it's, you know, it's, as we said, karma comes back round and uh, it hits people hard. So it's about yeah. time he got his comeuppance, really, if, if, if that's the sort of person he was as a young lad. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, I, I did have a wry smile, you know, um, but there we go. Dan, thank you very much, young man. Not a problem, You're, not a problem. Happy you, to help. <laughs> um, do you, we do know that you do have your own channel. It, details are in YouTube below, but uh, please, please um, give a shout out to where people can find you. Yeah, so all you've got to do is search um, Turf Morehouse on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know, all social media platforms. I don't really need to say them all. Um, but yeah, all you got to do is search Turf More House, More House being one word, uh, as it's my last name. And yeah, That's find us on there. Burnley, by the way, guys, they speak like that. <laughs> we are robots. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, thank you for having me, Chris. It's easy. It is easy to to find. And what is also easy to find is these discounts. The goals are flowing here now. The Leicester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Leicester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Leicester Till I Die shop at our website. So, 
thanks to Dan for joining us. Um, thank you for watching, if you have been watching. Uh, and if you have been watching and you've been watching on YouTube and you haven't yet, please give us a subscribe, smash those lights, and give that notification bell a little tinkle. Um, not a big tinkle in the corner like Dan does. Uh, and if you were listening on podcast, more than once, Dan, more than once, and if you've been listening on your favourite podcast station, whatever or platform, whatever that may be, thank you so much for doing that. And like I say, you've seen our sponsors there. Don't forget, uh, three retro as well are going to be sponsoring our coverage of the women's Euros. Uh, England Women Euros, the best place to get your choice of retro shirts. That's um, 3intro.co.uk. Introchamp.com, as you saw, if you want one of these little uh, video clips that you see on my channel, $6, which is about $4.95 at the current exchange rate. 10% discount if you go to Faithful Grips. .co.uk and isn't that an answer with some um, sub <laughs> subsidy it is actually um any of your gamer needs whether it's wires connections um or anything like that they are the place to go there's a quote you can go it's in again it's in the de description on youtube quote that and uh, you'll get 10% off if you quote that code. And 5% off if you are a member of Leicester Till I Die. And you can easily do it by just by uh, joining below. You will get 5% off any of this marvellous merchandise here. How the devil are you? T-shirts, Leicester Till I Die hashtags. You can get a pen. Um, if you want to sit down and work things out, you know, the pens are available. Personally, I prefer toilet paper, but there we go. <laughs> Sorry. A whole wide range, www.lesterdilladay.com forward slash shop. Thanks to everybody who has been in the chat as well and all the mods for doing the job. Really do appreciate it. Thank you very much. I will see you on Wednesday for the quiz. Take care, stay safe, and remember, don't do anything that I wouldn't enjoy. And one last time, hashtag karma. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. the 90th minute all your mates around you've got your mcnugget share boxes ready to go your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points perfect order delivery now on the mcdonald's app you in 
Uh, participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com and there it is that's as good as it gets on this stage nissan townstar ev strikes again it's an unstoppable van unstoppable just fantastic you can actually see the pro pilot technology in action effortless parallel parking it moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty and with a bench full of all-star van experts there's real strength in depth here that's all-star quality search nissan townstar ev and visit your local all-star van center to see for yourself Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.